Hey, look what the marketing guys gave me. Look, check it out. Listen, listen. You love this. It's clobbering time. It's catchy, right? <laughs> Isn't that great? Another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. Today's episode, we're going to dive into the Fantastic Four reboot in 2015. So, sit back, relax, pour something, light something, pop something, and just enjoy the ride. After a word from our sponsor. Do you remember summers at Grandma's and Grandpa's? Out in the country, painstaking chores, but the rewards of playful Sunday afternoons after mass, delicious homestyle cooking, and an amazing treat was making ice cream on the porch with Nana. But of course, Pop Pop would always have to whip me into shape because I'd mess around and take too long and wouldn't churn fast enough. Oh, if only I could relive those days without those painful memories. That's why I enjoy Blue Milk ice cream. It tastes just like Grandma's homemade ice cream, but without the bruising and painful, painful childhood memories. Uh, join me for a couple scoops. I promise it won't hurt. Let's get into it. So, 2015 brought us the second Avengers movie. But in that same summer, the, I'd say, the movie right gods or whatever tried to tried to keep what sanity and what titles and what um, franchises they had their hooks in. Uh, mainly the Fantastic, the 2015. Fox, let's be real, Fox. This is before the merger with Marvel and <clears throat> and all that stuff and the buyout, whatever. They still had the movie rights for the Fantastic Four. Uh, after 2005 and 2007 installments didn't spawn a sequel for a trilogy or anything like that. They kind of kept it, you know, in their back pocket. They still had the X-Men franchise. They, you know, did amazing stuff with the following years after the original uh, go with uh, Jessica Alba and, and uh, Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott. No, Chris, what the hell's his name? Captain America. Um, <clears throat> so they decided, hey, we still have the movie rights. Uh, they're about to expire. Uh, <clears throat> maybe we should make a movie, you know, so we keep the rights for another whatever, however long we're going to have them. Total, total shit show. Now, I saw the movie recently. Never saw it mainly because people crapped on it so much, and I was afraid that if I watched it, I would like it. And if it was so bad that one, it didn't spawn a sequel, and two, they just completely said, "Fuck it, let's just sell these rights, let's just merge with Disney and and Marvel." That you know, the whole gimmick here is, 
I don't crap on. I just bring to light some of the reasons and 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 my thoughts on these movies that have, uh, you know, a bad mark on them. I mean, some are rightfully so deserving of, you know, the the two th- two thumbs down. I mean, Batman and Robin was a piece of shit, and um, damn girl, get a call, cough drop. What the fuck, fucking up my audio. <clears throat> and so. Um, here, I mean, the movie itself, I mean, they brought in a younger cast. If you remember the first, uh, the first movie, they were a bit older. I mean, Jessica Alba was probably, in, um, and Captain America were probably the youngest of the franchise. I mean, it's kind of, um, sorry guys, I had to go and look up who the fuck Chris, <laughs> Chris Evans was. No, I know, I know. This was actually his first comic book role. Uh, he would go on and be, I mean, not a comic book hero, but it was a comic book character in the Scott Pilgrim uh, movie that he portrayed one of the boyfriends of Fiona, whatever the hell the fucking name was. Uh, anyway, so this movie, I mean, if you know anything about the Fantastic Four, you know that they get their powers because... They go into space and they come into contact with some cosmic rays that are different than the normal cosmic rays or something. And they basically change their DNA and transform them into the characters they would become. Reed Reed Richards becomes Mr. Fantastic. You know, Stretch Armstrong. Uh, Susan Storm becomes invisible and creates force fields. Johnny Storm becomes the Human Torch. And... Ben Grime becomes the thing, this huge rock monster. Now, in the first couple of movies, uh, these roles or these actors that have played these roles are older. Here, they're more like high school age. They're supposed to be, I mean, they're not obviously high schoolers, but the younger high schooler, college years uh, type of film. Whether they did that because, hey, we want to appeal to a younger audience, I mean, uh obviously uh Michael B Jordan who plays the human torch isn't the normal ethnicity which i mean it's not a big deal he, he was actually he was actually pretty good in this one he's a good actor i love how marvel kind of like they use the same people i mean basically I mean, this is what i'm getting to he plays killmonger in the black panther movie uh, a few years later Chris Evans, who played the Human Torch in the original movies, comes out and becomes Captain America a few years later. So I love, I like that kind of how that turns out for these actors. Uh, one guy who plays the Storm, uh, the two Storm kids, his father or dad, is Reggie Cathy. He, you recognize him from like The Mask. He was in House of Cards. He recently passed away. I think last year. Let me make sure I have it right. Actually, he died in February of 2018. Damn, so it's been a, it's been three years. Damn. Um, he was actually he played one of those kangaroos in Tank Girl, I believe, because I remember Tank Girl. <laughs> that was a fucking crazy ass. He played Dirty in Pootie Tang. Ah, I love dirt. I'm dirty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that sucked. He was an awesome actor. Uh, one thing I didn't really recognize was the dude Tim Head Headdecker. Uh, he plays Reed Richards' dad. 
He's a comedian. He comes out on Adult Swim. I think it was the Tim and Eric show. Uh, Susan Storm is played by Kate Mara, which is another House of Cards actress. And Ben Grime is played by Jamie Bell. Miles Teller plays Reed Richards. And Toby Cabell plays Dr. Doom. Now, one thing I didn't dive into was that the guy, his name is Tim Blake Nelson. He plays like the, basically he plays the, eh, I wouldn't say the bad guy, but the government agent behind like keeping the Fantastic Four in his grasp. Because we'll get, in, get into it of how after they get their powers, they're basically used as government weapons. Uh, but the actor, he came out in The Incredible Hulk. He never really came back after that, but he was in t- it was implied that he was going to be, oh man, this super villain. I can't remember what exactly the name was, but like his brain starts like, oh, it's I'm drawing a blank. You know what I'm talking about? Hit me up on Twitter at Shut Up Popcorn. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I should put I shouldn't put mute. I should put pause to cough. But my bad. So, back to it. Let's get started. This movie has been shitted on for a couple reasons. One, it takes for fucking ever to establish the quote-unquote origin of this team. Again, like I said, in the comic books and in the original movies and cartoon show, which I was introduced when I was a kid, they were flying through space, they get hit with cosmic rays, now they're transformed, and now they have to live life with the, they have to find a cure, a way to reverse it, this and that. <clears throat> that that becomes the, the conflict or the problem for them. In this movie, it's almost like the first two acts are nothing but origin. In the beginning, we see Reed Richards in fifth grade in 2007. What the fuck? Basically implying that he's been super smart, but he's stuck in public school. If you're super fucking smart and you take all these tests in school, shouldn't the teachers be like, hey, man, this dude is kind of smart. He really doesn't need to be here. He needs to go to this other school, you know, for geniuses. No. It's implied that they, I guess his parents said, nah, fuck it, just leave him in there. He'll be valedictorian, cool, whatever. Uh, fifth grade, he, he meets, I mean, he, I'm pretty sure he's known him before, but they become best friends, him and Ben Grime. <clears throat> I mean, that's the relationship that is, I guess you'd say comic book and previous movie, like, uh, relevant or true. I don't know. I'm stupid with words. <laughs> so, now they jump seven years into the future. And and it's a continue. and I'm serious, serious with this bullshit, it's a continuation of the fucking origin story. Like, after maybe... The first 15 minutes, okay, cool, let's get to what's really going down. Which they kind of do, but it takes, again, for fucking seven years later, they're in a fucking school science fair. And another note, Franklin Storm and Susan Storm show up just after they basically did a failed, or not really failed, trial. I mean, apparently after seven years of trial and error... They feel comfortable enough to actually show their invention, not to Shark Tank, but to fucking their old fifth grade science teacher <clears throat> or whatever. And so he, I guess he still has a bone up his ass because he's like, God, I hate these fucking kids. I hate my life. Uh, fucking uh, 
the dude who plays him actually voices is a actually a very famous voice actor. I'll give you an example. His name is Dan Castellenta. Oh, I said that wrong. He's probably he's uh, voiced Homer. He's been in The Return of Jafar. Who knows what he plays there? But most notably, he's the voice behind Homer Simpson. Very cool. Uh, I was going to say some other stuff, but I'm, I'm not too sure if he is in these other cartoons. But go, do yourself a solid. Go Google him. And the first thing you know it pops up. It says, I am not Homer. What the hell? Oh, albums. I guess he made an album. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so back to where I'm going. He's no longer in the movie, so boom, boom, whatever. Um, so out of nowhere, the Storm, uh, the Storm people, uh, Franklin Storm and his daughter Susan, just come back out of nowhere and just be like, "Hey, yeah, you were able to bring stuff back. Wow!" Basically saying, "Hey, I mean, this kind of really jump starts the. Oh wait, we're past the origin. Now we're going to go to the meat of the story or whatever." He basically says he heads a project of this. It's not teleporting on this planet. It's actually teleporting to another planet. And we're trying to bring people back. We've sent stuff over, but we can never bring stuff back. You have cracked. You have solved that problem. How did you do it? And how can we get you to help us finish our goal of basically raping another planet of its resources because hey come on we work for the government so <laughs> this bef- this just baffles Reed and, and Ben and which is weird because Ben's been by his side which is like why the fuck why don't they take both of them but I guess Ben is more like the okay yeah I'll supply you with the junk and I got your back if anybody messes with you but hey this is all you bro you do your thing you're 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 he knew his talents Ben basically knew uh, Reed's talents uh, and he's a super smart dude so he deserves to be at this you know school or whatever they don't even say if it's a school it's like the Baxter Institute I don't know so long story short uh, Reed I mean Reed Franklin Storm is basically going amongst the board members or whatever telling him hey you know y'all see these kids as you know like you know, junk, or y'all see these kids, y'all don't see these kids for the potential they have, they can get this project done, they've already had issues with Victor Von Doom, they, apparently, he, he was the one that had the same idea as Reed, but not, almost like, they get that, you know, like, okay, he's a little bit jealous of Reed, because he kind of puts him down when he meets him and stuff, where he's like, oh, this dude thinks he's big shit. Okay, well, and Reed's just like, oh, hey, hey, let's let's all work together. Yeah, teamwork. Let's you know, let's do this. And then Vic, you start to see like little, like jealousy coming because he notices uh, Reed and Susan kind of talking and stuff. So it's not all like all out in the open, like oh, you love him and not me, and blah blah blah. It's just kind of in like you see it. You'll see it in the movie. Uh, they don't come out and be like, oh, hey, I'm Susan Storm, let's get married, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend, but they you start to see the the beginnings of the relationship. So they end up getting the project finished. They're all celebra- they're celebrating and stuff like that. Well, sorry about that, folks. Apparently, I couldn't press pause, I ended up pressing record again, 
because somebody decides to work on their vehicle and is uh, popping like a damn pistol. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Uh, or whatever the fuck I was saying. Uh, they finished the project. Then they send supposedly organic matter, which you would think maybe a rat or something, a living organism. No, they send a fucking monkey. They send a fucking monkey. looks like from Planet of the Apes. Uh, send them over. Bring them back. They're celebrating. Yay, we fucking did it. And for whatever reason, they think that they're the ones that are going to be the first people to basically step foot on this other world. You know, be the first to teleport. I don't know why they were told that or what makes them think that it's weird. But the government guy, uh, for some reason they call him Mole Man. I I guess his character plays Mole Man in the comics. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson. He comes and tells them, okay, great. We're going to talk to our NASA friends and see what we can do about getting some... uh, some people in these suits and sentiment tests and all that shit. They get drunk for whatever fucking reason and then they decide, fuck it, let's just do it ourselves. Ben, who's been asleep, who hasn't even been doing anything, he just <clears throat> gets a call, reads like, dude, you're going, me and you, we started this, we're going to finish this. I, you know, he's drunk. So Ben goes in. They get teleported. They land successfully. Then they decide to go fucking mountain climbing. I get it's a different origin story. You're trying to reboot the franchise and do this. And be like, hey, we got hip new actors, blah, blah, blah. But why the fuck are you going to go climb down the mountain? I mean, you stuck a flag in the ground. It cracked and you saw the green shit go down to the bottom. And go, even, I mean, let's be real. The black dude's like, nah, dude, let's, I'm going to stay up here. Y'all, come on, let's go. We're here. We plan the flag. Let's get the fuck home. No, I better investigate. The fucking dudes go downstairs. They go down the mountain hill or whatever. He touches it, causes this huge rift or whatever. They climb back up. He it bumps them or something. He gets loose. He's trying to or Reed is trying to grab Victor's hand and be like, hey. Uh. That's hey, grab my hand. This is good. I got you. He falls, presumably, you know, he's dead. We don't even know what happens with him, other than he comes back when they go and do their second trial run or whatever. Well, they come back, and out of nowhere, fire starts. That causes you know Johnny Storm to become his character. Uh, Susan wasn't even there, and she gets powers because when they came back. I guess somebody left the door open. Well, no, no, Ben, his door couldn't close or some shit. Rocks got in there. So now that's changed his molecular structure into becoming the thing. Reed Richards just stayed in his fucking, his pod. It was closed. Nothing came in or nothing like that. But apparently he can stretch now. And so, and like, like I said, Susan Storm, she didn't even fucking go with them. She was on the outs, you know, she was bringing them back. She had to do the manual override crap to bring them back. And now she's, you know, zoning in and out and shit and invisible and whatnot. So, the whole hour, it's like an hour and a half movie, hour, 40 minutes, whatever. And an hour of it was setting up, what, origin? How they start their, uh, their, their pods or whatever. And then they jump a year into the future. Well, not only that, Reed escapes, he sees Ben, he's like, oh, I'll come back for you. He takes off for 
apparently he becomes the new Hulk because he's in like Guatemala or some shit. And in that year, the government has had everybody. Well, they already had him when the accident happened. Area 57, 51, whatever. But now they're working for the government. And now the thing, the rock being, is like this conspiracy, whatever. And it's, it's just a lot of story there that could have been, you know, like what happened after and, and, and when they jumped like a year in advance. And it's like all the, like the, the span of that story right there, of that time, could have been used for the origin. And then, you know, we could have seen a montage of Ben being like this rock monster, super soldier, whatever. And then, oh, Reed Richards is trying to find a cure and trying to go. And, like, he changes his face. And, like, I mean, you could have montaged that shit of him practicing or something. I don't know. I mean, that, even, that sounds stupid in itself right there. But they they continue the story you know okay so we uh susan and frank are like discussing well the government wants to send johnny out and we can't let that happen oh but it's okay to make the rock dude the fall guy like what the fuck so like oh we gotta stop we gotta find reed once we find reed we can go and they can send they can make their own soldiers i guess i don't know it, it starts to become weird uh, uh once this plot comes in because they, they send another team Reed comes back uh, they do the whole thing where she finds him because of Captain Nemo He they find him he bring him back obviously there's tension between him and Ben because Ben feels he abandoned him and it's his fault that he's this rock creature and this and that but in reality I mean he's the motherfucker with the fucked up pod door it wasn't Reed's fault um <clears throat> Man, I guess it is his fault because he fucking called him in the middle of it. Anyways, Reed comes back, fixes their the issues that they're having with the pod part two or whatever, transporter 2.0. Uh, then an actual team of, you know, NASA scientists, astronauts, whatever, go. Oh, fucking phone. Uh, they, uh, they go... And start doing analysis and this and that. Stuff that they probably should have done in the first trial run, but fucking read. I never had beer, beer or liquor before. Like, okay, bro. Um, out of nowhere, they see Victor Von Doom kind of making his, you know, Chronicles of Riddick approach. He's all, first of all, where the fuck did he get fabric from? Now he's a fucking Jedi. Like, he's walking. He looks like shit. Like, I know Doom is supposed to be this stone face, like steel face, whatever mask. Whatever he fell into, he became his suit and it merged into one or whatever. They, he starts limping. I guess he's trying to be like, oh, I'm sick. Take me back. Like, and in the movie, he, he wants to go back to planet Earth, only to go back to planet zero. For what? Like, just so he can access that pole. That, there's no, like really there's no there's nothing there with his plan like what is his plan he's just gonna destroy planet earth so the other planet has energy to live off of I'm like what the fuck but all of a sudden now he's you know he's dr doom and he's you know reed richards and this now we have now we're a team guys let's let's fight him together i'm gonna slingshot my arms and punch him from 50 yards away and ben you're gonna be invisible and then punch him into the light like what the fuck like all this build up 
should have been a major. I mean, I'm pretty sure they cut a lot of stuff. Maybe there's a director's cut. Maybe there's a longer, you know, story there. Who knows? Uh, I would. I would have loved to seen more Reed Richards in the Amazon or Mexico, or whatever. Like stuff he was going through. Kind of like that Incredible Hope, you know, feel. Um, Susan Storm. I mean, she's invis- she turns invisible, and then. And then she's like in a sphere. Now she can float everybody. It's just weird. It's just crazy. I mean, I love how at the end they don't go back to the Baxter building because like that's a huge thing in like the comics and even in the original two movies that they everything they do is in the Baxter building, kind of like the Stark Tower. Um, it's a darker, quote unquote, edgier version of the characters compared to what how we see them in the first, you know, in the Chris Evans and disco album movie um that one's more you know lighthearted, cartoony i i really feel like the original marvel movies like spider-man man not maybe not more x-men but more like spider-man and fantastic four really had like the you know the animated versions like from the 90s onto the big screen that makes any sense um years go by we take these same stories same characters and make them darker and edgier kind of like the whole you know batman 89 is darker and edgier than you know the adam west batman which is more cartoony and haha tune in next time kid like that type of shit um the main reason i wanted to talk about this movie is because as of today may 3rd they dropped news on phase four of the mcu like movie wise like this these movies are going to be the phase four and the newly acquired marvel fox property whatever uh the fantastic four is going to be the last movie in that phase now we saw shang chi 10 rings trailer drop not too long ago uh planning to do a trailer haters on that but other than that, I think with Black Widow's been postponed, postponed, pushed back, pushed back for the last two years or whatever. It's finally going to drop. And then we saw uh, Doctor Strange is going to drop in 2022. And there was another one, Black Panther. That's the one. The Black Panther sequel is going to be called Wakanda Forever. And that one's going to drop in 2022. So a lot of good possible, not possibilities, but a lot of good movies on the... Uh, I was gonna say chopping block. I'm all I'm all out of it right now, guys. It, that damn truck was firing pop pop pop. I thought somebody was shooting this shit. I was getting ready to duck and cover my baby. I'm like this month, that, like how the? F- I mean, I get we're in the country, but really, motherfuckers, it's ten something at night, and y'all gonna really work on your vehicle? Wait till daytime. Fuck. But that's that, and this is this, and whatever. Everything's good. I'm just glad it's not fire, uh, pistol firing. Um. All in all, I watched this movie. Eh, I thought it was alright. I mean, I wasn't really a Fantastic Four fan of the cartoons. I liked the other two movies because it was funny whenever the Silver Surfer came in. Because I remember that cartoon coming out on TV and being like, oh, snap, Silver Surfer. Um, that movie, I think, was a close second to being the worst in the franchise. I mean, I get it. Uh as I mean not really the Batman movies even as a whole as everything including like every single Batman movie I was in the right with saying Robin Batman and Robin is the shittiest one 
So that's like even including the the Nolan universe is awesome. That's never going to be discussed on this. Maybe a Bizarro episode, but not on the main feed. Uh, damn, what else did I gonna say? I, I'm pretty sure the fucking beginning of the movie kind of was annoying. Now that I think back about it, like why the fuck we gotta take an hour? basically of talking about oh hey they were kids they were smart oh what do you want to be when you grow up billy oh me a scientist and the teacher's like that's stupid that don't make no fucking sense yeah you know why it don't make no fucking sense because you're a fucking teacher no offense but this dude sounds like he knows what the fuck he's doing and it shows years later when he's doing the fucking science fair how he still has like like sour grapes in his mouth when he's talking to him he's like it's, you you're gonna pay for the backboard there's no scientific evidence for which you claim. I'm like, yeah, you don't see the fucking model airplane that's dust on it from the Sahara or whatever, but it's actually from Planet Zero. And then the kid calls him a dick, so that was pretty funny. But that's going to be it, guys. I have to edit this motherfucker and merge tracks only because I pushed stop on the recording then instead of pushing the pause button again. And then I had a bunch of people coughing in the background. And then she had to go to the bathroom and flush it really loud. It's doo-doo. <laughs> Which you know how it is. You know how I do my thing. Not the best, but not the worst. I guess if there was a podcast talking about shitty podcasts, that'd probably be an episode. Which that honors me. So if you got a podcast talking about shitty podcasts, I'd be honored to be on your chopping block. But until then, you're going to have to wait for the outro. That's it, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, well, I already did the outro, so. Hey, y'all, it's me, Crazy Keith, the Crazy Keith Metro Store, here to tell you how pet cool crazy this weekend. We got king-size bears for the price of four. Queen-size for the price of twin. And if you want to know how much a twin is, I'm going to have to give it away for free. Son of a bitch, so I need that money. So come on down to Crazy Keith Metro Store, located right there in the shopping center. Nick, right behind the Raising Cane. That is it, guys. That is the episode. I want to thank you again for checking it out. Please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It's easier if you subscribe. That way, whenever I drop something, it goes right into your playlist. And you can listen to it, delete it, whatever. But you'll never miss an episode. Do that for this feed and the extra butter feed. I just dropped three, one, two, three episodes on the extra butter feed. Two trailer haters and a popcorn and chill. The two trailer haters, one's a movie, one's a TV show, something different. And the popcorn and chill is all about Mortal Kombat. So, what are the trailer haters? You have to go check it out and find out. Or you can just find one of my pictures. I know I posted it somewhere. But that is it for this episode the first episode of May um, thinking about dropping three this time I don't know all depends on my schedule and stuff but I will definitely be doing Mission Possible <clears throat> excuse me Mission Impossible 2 which dropped in 2000 and another one of my choosing uh, I'm, I'm kind of iffy I think I want to do uh, the Halle Berry Catwoman movie, but I don't know because I mean Cat- Catwoman wasn't really a f- movie franchise; it was just one s- solo movie, whatever. But uh, as a DC franchise, it is the lowest 
probably the worst DC movie ever, including the Justice League from 2017. So that is that might be on the chopping block. Again, I have to look at my notes. Um, but that is about it. Um, go check out my link tree. You'll see all the links from my socials, medias, my all the feeds, the Anchor feed, Apple, Spotify for this podcast, and the Extra Butter feed. Uh, the Teespring store, again, is, I wouldn't say it's fire, but uh, I'm going to try and add some old designs for just t-shirts, no mugs, nothing like that. I think the masks and neck gaiters are for the uh, logos. Um, other than that, that's about it. Oh, yeah, for the Teespring store. Uh, two years is the promo code. T-W-O-Y-E-A-R-S. For 20% off your order. They're 12 bucks. I, I tried to go down in the price because I think each shirt is different, each material. And, you know, that's a plus and, and a, that's a that's a hit and a miss because, you know, I, I like comfortable t-shirts. Something that feels like cardboard isn't going to, it's going to stay in the closet and it's not going to come out. Um, but uh, I have some samples on the way. If anything changes, I'll switch it up. If not, it's going to stay the same. Plus, the savings go on to you. Um <clears throat> That is it. That's about all I can think of. Again, I want to thank you for checking out the episode. Please, again, like, subscribe, share with your friends and your foes. And be on the lookout. I did do a SmackDown review for the Keeping It 100 guys. I jumped on with another dude, Disco Inferno and Joe Feeney. So that episode is going to come out this Thursday. Please check that out. Not just for me. But just in general. Um, I think that's about it. So, again, Spoonie Love from up above telling you, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living, baby. Peace. Until next time.